From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey, everybody, it's Didi LaFrac. This is San Francisco Dam. I am kvetching here. Yes, this is a kvetchathon, your truth bomb, coming to you daily from the east side of San Francisco, California, the Tenderloin. I am not talking about Tenderloin steak. I call this district Hell's Kitchen. Hey, everybody, let's go. It's Sunday, March 21st, 2021. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, sweetheart. It's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. I sing happy birthday every day now because it's somebody's birthday around the world. 42 countries and counting. My friends around the world in Great Britain, Germany, Italy, Australia, Russia, China, Japan, did I say Africa, Alaska, New York, Massachusetts, Florida, Georgia, don't mess with Texas, Mississippi, or Arizona, South Dakota, I'm watching you, Idaho, Oregon, Colorado, did I say Colorado already, and Louisiana, Illinois, Indiana, my home state, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, hey everybody, your show today the weather report first and thank you everybody for listening subscribing i appreciate you the numbers are going up as they should because this is one of your real rare sources of what's going down in san francisco that's not filtered by being a phony virtue signaler i am not a social justice warrior i am not saying that street junkies yes new listeners junkies is a merriam-webster dictionary definition i am not saying that street junkies are the most vulnerable in San Francisco, like the phony liberals who are in the system, people who work in the system, the nonprofit system, the government. They they have this lie, oh, my God, the most vulnerable in San Francisco are the street junkies. No, they're not. No, they're not. That's a lie. That's just keeping the money train going. The most vulnerable are women, children, the elderly, and disabled. But anywho, today's show is that the fact that 44% of Asian hate crimes happen in California. What? I thought this place was liberal. Liberals say what? San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No namby-pamby permission necessary. Well, that's a lie. See, the West Coast has morphed into, like, Mississippi 1950s. It's a lie now. They talk about their liberal. It's a lie. Um, And about the Asian hate crimes, that's terrible. As a biologically born genetic, middle-aged, sexist, womanist, bohemian black woman, I know about civil rights. I heard stories from both my grandmothers about the South, 1950s, the civil rights movement started by African Americans with very few allies. In the 1950s, it started basically with a bus boycott. Black people weren't allowed to sit where we wanted to on the bus. 
and the bus drivers. It was a system. It was like an apartheid system, pretty much like California is becoming. And the black people were told, hey, you have to go to the back of the bus. Some of you don't know this. You think that black civil rights is BLM. No, it's not. Let me stick a pin in BLM and Asian hate crimes and get back to the history of uh, African-American civil rights. So there was a woman who said, I'm not I'm not uh, going to sit in the back of the bus. She didn't sit in the back of the bus. She sat in the front and it caused a big brouhaha. And all the black people in that southern town boycotted the bus system. They got together with no internet, with no guilt trips, not guilt tripping anybody, not no victim status. Those black people in apartheid 1950s America started a bus boycott, and that was the birth of the American Civil Rights Movement, okay? That's where it started. Uh, the American uh, Black Civil Rights Movement and BLM, in my humble opinion, don't have much in common. Uh, I will unstick that pen. Well, I'll keep the pen on BLM. And let me get back to the Asian hate crimes happening in California and the world and what I've done to advocate for Asians and why I'm done with my advocation. I know some of you are getting triggered because I said I'm done with my advocation. And people who are getting triggered listen, listening wouldn't lift a finger to advocate for me as a black woman. Now, um, there is a um, for, first, all victims of all crimes have my my sympathy. My heart goes out to murder victims, um, assault victims, all victims of all crimes. My heart goes out to you and your families. That's I need to make that known. It's unacceptable to physically assault someone, murder someone, dehumanize people, microaggressions. It's all bad. Here in San Francisco, I'd say the black-Asian relations are bad. I don't like to use the word victim, um, and this is my show, so I'm centering myself. That's what I do. I'm not a mammy black woman. I center my lived experiences here, okay? I know this is strange. Um, some people are used to black women being like these uh, old-time mammies. They're all looking out for people who don't give a darn about them. That's not me. That's not me. So my um, experiences here... Um, Asians could do more for themselves and for their allies. Okay, maybe that's going to happen now. Me, I am the lady. Some of you know this already. You could fast forward. There is a despicable uh, place in the Tenderloin where your show is being recorded called Willow Alley. Lower Willow Alley was my personal advocation. I advocated for three things in my entire life. Elder abuse. I was an elder abuse advocate. I won't elaborate. I was a child abuse advocate. I won't elaborate. And I advocated for the accelerated clearing of a despicable junkie slum called Willow Alley that San Francisco City Hall allowed to flourish under the guise of sheltering in place for street junkies, um, criminals. It was before it got cleared. There were 23 tents. The alley was approximately inhabited by between 50 and 60 junkies. That Laura Willow Alley is surrounded by 100% Asian restaurants. All the restaurants are owned by Asian people. Follow this story. So yours truly, that's my district. So I advocated for the accelerated clearing and 
By advocating for self, I'm advocating for my Asian neighbors who were getting assaulted, the restaurants robbed, their cell phones stolen, being victimized by the criminal feral junkies. And don't you dare come to me saying that the junkies are the most vulnerable. That's the biggest liberal lie going on in San Francisco just to keep the homeless industrial complex scam going on. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. So I advocated. It took five months. And in fact, this platform you are listening to, San Francisco Dam, started because I was advocating the first show I'm, I'm convention about junkies in Willow Alley. So Asian people got covered by my advocation. It was a TV spot. I don't share that TV clip. Um, it's out there. I'm on TV with my neighbor, my hands on my chest. I'm saying I'm living in fear. Um, we got threatened on camera. It was, uh, I tear up thinking about it, having to go through that, having a despicable city hall that, uh, had my immediate area as a containment zone. But the point I'm making here with tears in my eyes, is that I didn't, Asian people didn't really thank me for what I did by covering them, okay? I didn't really get thanked, and I didn't really get appreciation. This was all happening openly at San Francisco Damn Twitter. That is when the page was opened for comments from the public. Now, the comments are only for followers, because I don't play with trolls. I have an extreme, um, zero tolerance policy on all social media. I don't play with trolls. I don't do the back and forth debating. I block people. I love blocking people. The point I'm making is I stood up as a widow, widow of a white man, by the way, new listeners. I'm very diverse. I lived with a white man over 25 years. How's that for having information about race? Or how's that? So yours truly was on TV um, after the TV show aired, all of a sudden, City Hall, one week later, cleared the area, and the Asian businesses got to rest easier, less junkies robbing, uh, victimizing them, intimidating them. And I went around telling Asian businesses that I said, I'm, Willow Alley got cleared. That was me, me and my neighbors. We did that. Did I get offered a bowl of noodles? I did not. I was frankly hurt at the passive attitudes. This is my experience, everybody, okay? Everybody has their own lived experience. The attitude was, yeah, well, you did that. I, I, I felt I should have gotten more respect, acknowledgement, at least offered a bowl of noodles for what I did, okay? I did not get that. That was my advocation for myself and my Asian neighbors. In fact, some people in the building, I noticed too many passive attitudes, and again, I'm a black woman. I already critique black people uh, for the Asian hate crimes. I've done several shows about this topic going way back last summer, uh, 2020. This is this topic is nothing new. And my building, uh, there'd be freaks in front of the building, and I'd be coming in and out. I'd see some Asian male neighbors. Are you calling the police? Or what are you What are you going to do? I defer to men. What? Are you going to call the police? No. 
total apathy. No, I'm not going to. They just walk in and out. Another neighbor and I are like talking like, why don't they do anything? And so me and my neighbor were basically the ones always calling the police and taking care of things in this building, which is primarily Asian. So the passivity needs to stop. You don't need permission to self-advocate. You don't need permission from anybody to pick up the phone and call the police and advocate for yourself. You don't need permission to have self-preservation. Unpinning the fact that I did not go out to the anti-Asian rally this weekend. Why should I? I've already proved I'm an ally. I put my money where my mouth is. Some people just go out to these rallies like it's a party, like all the white people at the BLM protest this summer. It was just a party for them, y'all. They don't give a darn about black people. Some people just want to get out of the house. It's lip service. What are you doing besides going out the house, drinking wine in a a paper cup, uh, clapping your hands, saying you're an ally? Allies actually do something. We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. Actually do something. I proved that I'm an ally, but I'm also self, I have self-preservation and I'm also not a mammy. I also believe in reciprocity. I don't believe in one-sided solidarity. So people were sending me emails and I got some videos where are the black people? Well, this black woman was at home. I'm not going someplace where I'm not appreciated. I'm not going someplace where my efforts aren't acknowledged. I'm not going someplace where people don't have the grace to say thank you for what you did for us. I waited on Twitter to hear more thank you. I had photos of Willow Alley. I had memes saying Willow Alley, anti-Asian, anti-Asian. I did my part. I did my part, and I know I went harder advocating for Asians than in general. In general, most Asians would not have done that for a black person. I said in general. So I did that. So that is why I won't be going out to any protest, and I don't go to protest in the first place for that same reason. Sometimes people like to use black women because we are the face of the race because a black woman is the the leader of the household and 70% of black homes is run by black women. So people like to see a black woman's in the crowd. Oh yeah, the black women are the um, unappreciated mules, the social justice warriors, getting mad, protecting everybody. That ain't me, babe. No, that ain't me, babe. I am not your mammy, no, babe. So I think that's about today's show. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to my Kvetch. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Damn Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.